0: You're listening to Weird Medicine with Dr. Steve on the Riotcast Network, Riotcast.com.
1: I've
2: got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola vives
3: dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valves, exacerbating my inevitable woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave an ultrasonic echographic, and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet,
2: I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease, so I'm paging Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve!
3: It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medical practitioner who keeps the alternative medicine wackos at bay. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. This is a show for people who would never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you've got a question, you're embarrassed to take to a regular medical provider, or if you just can't ta- uh, find an answer anywhere else, give us a call. 347-766-4323. That's 347 Or Visit our uh, website at drsteve.com for podcasts, medical news, and the stuff you can buy. Or go to our merchandise store at cafepress.com slash weirdmedicine. You can also follow us at Twitter at weirdmedicine or drscottwm or ladydiagnosis. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking it over with your doctor, nurse, practitioner, physician assistant, pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, or whatever. So there you go. Disclaimer's out of the way. I feel like shit. Steel? Yeah, well, oh Lord. So I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. I had my Shingrix vaccine. We did not talk about. It. Holy shit! Did it kick kick me in the ass? Fuck you up, huh? Yeah, it did. Um, uh, you know, I'm like, well, I'm tough. Hey, no, no vaccine gonna make me feel don't bad. Me and, you know, we've down. always talked about how people f- think they get the flu after having the flu shot. Right. Well, it's like I got the flu after taking the the uh shingles vaccine Mm -hmm. so this new one the shinglets shingrix Shingrix. it's it's hard to say it sounds like you're trying to make fun of some ethnic group or something but shingrix yeah and you um uh it's a killed vaccine this time but it has an adjuvant in it that really revs up your immune system and uh the next day i was testy and by the that evening, I felt like dog shit. I had um, uh, myalgias, in other words, muscle aches. Mm-hmm. I had felt malaise. In other words, I felt bad all over. I had a headache, low-grade fever, you know, 99.6, something like that. Mm-hmm. Just felt like shit. I felt like the prodrome of influenza. I didn't have the cough mm-hmm. and the tracheobronchitis that goes with influenza. But everything else that you think of with influenza, that's how I felt. Right. And uh, but this is not to dissuade people from taking the shingles vaccine. If you've already had a shingles vaccine, you need to take it. If you're over, I think it's over fifty, mm-hmm. you need to take the shingles vaccine, and this is the one to take. It's a th- booster, correct? Well, now now this is an actual. Well, it's an immune booster, but it is an actual vaccine. Okay. But what they're saying is, <clears throat> it's so much more effective. Okay. Than the Zostavax, that even if you had the Zostavax already, go get this one. So if you're 67, you're listening to this, you say, well, hell, I had my shingles vaccine five years ago. Go ahead and get this one. And then, yes, you could consider it a a booster. But um, I will take three to four days of feeling like dog droppings to not get shingles in my eye. Mm Mm-hmm or anywhere else, and then have post-herpetic neuralgia, which is uh, uh, pain that persists after the shingles are gone, for uh, two anywhere from six months, two years, to the rest of your life, hmm. and have to take medication for that. So this is worth it, but I just want people to be forewarned. I was not taking the warning seriously. They said, uh, you know, 50% of people feel bad afterward, and you know, I've I, I took the hit for at least three or four people. That's how bad I felt. You did, nutted it, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. It, but worth yeah. it. Yeah, you still and my insurance paid 100%. You still don't look like you feel very well. I don't. Well, so now it's allergy season, too. No, so not. that probably compounded it. But uh, um, mm. it, well worth not having to worry about shingles because the um, Shingrix vaccine – is greater than 90% effective in preventing shingles. That's huge. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll do influenza vaccine if it's 6% Mm -hmm. effective. Um, And and we've kind of talked the influenza thing to death. I was hoping Richard David Smith was going to call in today um, because I had um, uh, talked about influenza both on the podcast and the SiriusXM show. And he used to be one of those guys that was like, "Oh well, I ain't, I ain't gonna do no influenza vaccine. I'm, I'm a big strong man." And then he ended up on the ventilator in a foreign state because mm. he got influenza. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is now my number one proponent in our, in our uh, listener base of uh, influenza vaccine. So, mm. anyway, all right. Hey, you had you had a news story, and then we'll take some. Some phone calls.
1: Yeah, North. I, I found something interesting that I just I just lost, but um, my computer crashed. But it was about a kid in Texas that um, had an aneurysm when he was a child. Yeah, um, and they thought that he his speech impairment was due to that. Okay. So he's ten years old now, and and they 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 called him tongue tied, and the parents just always assumed that that's the way he was supposed to speak um, until. Last week, and he was just undergoing normal dental procedures, and the dentist made
3: the comment that he felt like the 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 frenulum was really short, okay, so the frenulum being that little strip of tissue under your tongue that you can feel right in the middle, the midline mm-hmm. that connects the underside of your tongue to the bottom of your mouth, and they went and
1: had it surgically separated, yeah, and um. The kid got a normal length tongue, and he has no longer tongue-tied. <laughs> he speaks normally now Wow! for the first time in 10 years, which is pretty awesome.
3: 10 years, this yeah. poor fucking I know, kid. poor kid. Uh, this is one of these things in medicine. If you present with two things, they'll have trouble diagnosing both of those things. Yes. Because you're always going to try to put uh, everything into one syndrome. Yep. So he had an aneurysm when he was before he could speak. And then he grows up and he has this weird speech impediment and they're like, um, he must be, uh, it it must be a sequela from his stroke. stroke." Let's see if we can find, uh, let me do a YouTube search real quick. And, um, let me see if I can find an example of what tongue tied speech sounds like. Um, Because we did this with the Wernicke's encephalopathy that yep, one time. Yep. Okay. Um, well, all right. Let's see. Well,
1: hail, hail, bills.
0: <laughs> Best for seventeen years. Her tongue tie never caused any difficulties with speech. Her ear. Helps us all. Oh, for an experienced, Geraldine McNamie knows all too well. Her migraine with aura episodes became so frequent. Migraine with aura.
3: Okay, come on. Just give us a dang tongue-tied sound of tongue-tie. Well, okay, I can't find anything. Um Yeah, here's here's that story though. Yep. Tongue-tie. Like because you. you like me, me, huh?
2: Because the more you can do, but the stronger. Let me hear
0: Every day conversation wasn't something that came naturally to six-year-old Mason Moss. He's been in speech therapy since he was a year old. Oh. Nothing was really working,
4: you know, he had probably a five-word vocabulary and and we were just looking at alternative means of communication.
0: Mason was diagnosed with Soto's syndrome, which caused him to have distinctive facial features and learning disabilities, but it didn't quite explain why he couldn't speak. Until a trip to the dentist, well, this revealed may be a different kid because he didn't sound like he had a, no, uh,
3: an
2: annual. When you're in
0: utero in your are a mom, uh, you have webbed fingers and webbed toes. Um, when you're developing, your tongue is part of the floor of your mouth and it separates uh, similarly through the same process.
3: Okay, I'm sure Inside Edition doesn't mind us <laughs> giving, giving them a, um, a plug since that's what that was from. It's on YouTube. So. Right. Um, so, anyway. Um, Yeah, that's very interesting. This poor kid went all this time, and he was just tongue-tied. That really is uh, part of the initial evaluation of a kid is that you're supposed to have them stick their tongue out. If they can't do that, they're supposed to be referred to an ear, nose, and throat pediatric specialist to uh, see if they are tongue-tied. And uh, I guess they just missed it on this kid, and that's unfortunate. But, um, you know, the, the good news is he can talk now. Yep. You know, they're making a big deal about this, but this is really a misdiagnosis yeah, that they should done. be cussing somebody. should have been done at the very beginning. But um, I was tongue-tied. Um, my uh, When my wisdom teeth came in, mm-hmm. my front teeth kind of got crooked. And any time I would perform cunnilingus, mm-hmm. I would abrade my frenulum because I was very vigorous <laughs> on my front teeth, right? Mm-hmm. And I, t- I was a, a, a medical resident, and uh, I told my ear, nose, and throat professor, who I was uh, rotating with, about it. And I showed him my frenulum, and he said, oh, yeah, you're you know, partially tongue-tied. So on my rotation, he took um, uh, uh, some uh, – back then, they used cocaine. He put cocaine on a, um, on a piece of gauze and clamped it around my frenulum, right, Yep. to numb it. And uh, cocaine is a uh, topical anesthetic, and then it's, you know, you don't care, mind so much about the procedure once it uh, gets into your bloodstream, too. Right. And then he took uh, two forceps um, or clamps, clamped right close to my tongue and right close to the base of my mouth. So he had two uh, separated like a pie shape hmm. with tissue in between, does that am I explaining yep, sure, this sure, sure. so they were sticking out of my mouth, and then he just cut between the two mm-hmm. and those they those clamps kept it from bleeding wow and uh and then when he released the uh, the clamps i don 't know if he uh, did some cautery or something, but he mm-hmm. released the clamps and it bled a little bit, and then that was it, and then I could stick my tongue out like dang uh, um, Oh, uh, what's his name from uh, Kiss? Gene, Gene Simmons. Gene yeah. Simmons, yeah. You, look, you look like a giraffe. Yes, yeah, so I can do some, <laughs> uh, some, funky, uh, some funky cunnilingus. <laughs> Speaking awesome. of funky cunnilingus, it sounds like Lady Diagnosis yep. is downstairs. I just heard uh, my ring video doorbell go off, so we'll get her up here and see what she thinks about that. So, yeah, so that's very interesting. So, to the pediatricians. There she is. Pediatric dentists. And primary care folks who take care of kids, please screen all your kids for tongue-tied. Hello, Lady Diagnosis. Hello. How are you? I don't know if your microphone's on. Tell me when it's on. It's on. Okay, there you go. Hello, Hello, Dr. Steve. There she is. I noticed you didn't bother putting any makeup on today, and you know what? It doesn't matter. You look fantastic. She's naturally purred. She sure is. Thank Why even bother with that? You know... um, no, oh, here's double vasectomy feces, click. <laughs>
4: um,
3: um, yeah, you know, women sit in front of them. How long do you take to get ready in the morning?
4: <laughs> About uh, three hours.
3: <laughs> for real? Well, yeah.
4: from the time I get in the shower to walk out the door. But I do a lot of stuff, maybe 10 minutes.
3: Yeah, oh, just 10 minutes. Okay. Brush
4: my teeth, you know.
3: Well, I know a lot of women that spend at least 45 minutes doing things with their eyebrows, with their eyelashes, putting on the makeup, putting the foundation on. and
4: I curl my eyelashes and mascara. I don't even brush my hair.
3: Yeah. Yeah, because you but, have those long blonde locks. Why would you locks. bother?
4: I don't really care what yeah. I look like as long as I'm clean.
3: Yeah. And see, that's the right. confidence of a woman who already knows that she's got it all going on. And there are other women out there that um, have it all going on, but they don't have the confidence that you have. So they spend a lot of time, uh, you know, making themselves up and stuff like that. Caking
4: on all that makeup.
3: Yeah. But anyway, well, you know, I'm talking. I I know. I'm just making conversation. It's just interesting to me.
4: Mm -hmm. I know. And it amazes me how much time they spend when they look better. They look great already. Yeah, Yeah. without any. But you can't tell them that.
3: Mm. Now, have you ever seen anybody that, is, is often heavily made up and mm. then you see them out at the grocery store when they're not. They do look funny. But uh, <laughs> well, that's just because you're not so used to different. seeing them that way. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all
3: right. Well, anyway, you look delightful and oh, I'm glad that you, you showed up.
0: So. Thank you. All right. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. When you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Let's take this call.
1: Hi, Dr. Steve. Uh, I got a question with my girlfriend. I've been with her close to six years now. And we have sex probably twice a day. What? And she is unable to have an Give orgasm. Yourself a bill. And she, from what she has told me before, has never experienced an orgasm with her other partners. Is there anything that I can do to help the situation at hand and to help it move along maybe to have a better understanding of if I'm doing something wrong or maybe if she's doing something wrong that we
3: have That she's doing something wrong. <laughs> wrong. Wrong is the wrong word mm. to use here. Because then... When you start assigning blame, and I know that's not what you're trying to do, but, but. Um, when you start assigning responsibility, and when you use words like wrong, then it it is kind of a blaming sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Then you enhance the uh, anxiety and the mm-hmm. pressure to try to f- to perform, and that's a problem. So
4: instead of why aren't you, you should say what can I do?
3: Well, of course. Well, and 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 that's what he's trying to yeah. do, but. I have learned over the years that you got to be careful how you say these
4: things. Exactly.
3: So, And then saying, well, what am I doing wrong? Then it makes it about you, too. So, you know, it's like, what can we do together? Mm-hmm. First off, mm-hmm. is she bothered by it? I have known women that say, I've never had an orgasm, but I enjoy having sex. I just feel good the whole time, and it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, other women are frustrated that they can't ever have an orgasm. I knew somebody. Who was had primary anorgasmia, and what primary anorgasmia means is that they've never had an orgasm from day one, which is the same with this lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, turned out that this person had had a procedure when she, before she went through puberty that rendered her infertile for the rest of her life, and par, uh, my. Uh, My hypothesis was that there was a part of her that said, I can never have children. And it's not that that's just the driving thing in everybody, but it is a primal drive is to procreate. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will never have children. And therefore, why should I enjoy having intercourse? And I thought it was a psychological block. Mm -hmm. So I did some some research and found um, a physician that would say yeah you know that could be reversed there's no reason that couldn't be reversed and lo and behold soon thereafter she began having orgasms so uh, that kind of I felt bolstered my hypothesis Mm -hmm. that this was a um, uh, and I'm not violating HIPAA this was a friend of mine so and I've masked as many things as I can to make it so that nobody would know who this person is um But anyway, so uh, sometimes it's psychological. And uh, so people with primary anorgasmia, then there's people who have acquired anorgasmia. They used to have orgasms but now can't. And then there's situational anorgasmia. They're able to have orgasm on certain circumstances like oral sex or masturbation or only with a certain partner. And then uh, there's generalized anorgasmia; they can't have orgasms under any circumstance, mm. and those can be primary or acquired. So you, you know, it's what could it be? Are, are there physical causes? Is there a disease? Well, probably not, because she's particularly with primary anorgasmics, unless there was a you know a, a congenital malformation of the. Private parts. There's uh, most likely not going to be a disease. Is there a gynecologic issue? Uh, you know, hysterectomy, cancer surgeries. Well, that's not the case in this one. Medications. Well, she is, has she been on some medication her whole life. Uh, if the answer is no, that's probably not it. Alcohol and smoking. Those kinds of things. Psychological uh, causes: anxiety or depression, poor body image any kind of stress, financial pressures, cultural or religious beliefs. You know, in my friend's case, you know, there was a, uh, a, uh, psychological block, be, you know, um, be, because she was unable to procreate embarrassment, guilt, past sexual or emotional abuse, any of those kinds of things. If any of these resonate, then, um, Uh, If you don't have a friend like me that can do some research and find out some (laughs) things, then you need to uh, see a behavioral therapist or a sex therapist and see if you can get some of this stuff taken care of. Um, uh, One thing you can try, if a woman is able to have an orgasm at all, the womanizer will induce that said orgasm. And uh, you can get one of those at stuff.drsteve.com. And uh, scroll down to the very last thing, and it is a hands-off, well, it's hands no-touching uh, orgasm machine. It's supposed to be very intense, and uh, we have yet to try it. It's been how many weeks? <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't tried it. Still but waiting. I am getting excellent reports from everywhere that this is the case, so mm. you can try that. Cool. But uh, finding a sex therapist... Uh, She needs to see an OBGYN, make sure there isn't a physical cause for it. If there isn't one, then, um, uh, you know, a sex therapist. But make sure, first off, that this is something that actually bothers her because it may not, you know. But if uh, she may not also know what she's missing as well. So, Mm -hmm. all right. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's do this real quick. Hey, guys hey guys
4: hey guys
3: Hey guys! it's never a good look when you untuck a long bulky dress shirt you may think it makes you look casual but more than likely it just ends up looking sloppy that's why untuck it makes shirts specifically designed to be worn untucked a casual shirt that's not too long and not too short it's just right shirts designed so well gq calls them perfection i can echo that I have four of these. Uh, I had them long before they became sponsors of the show. I love my um, untucked shirts, and better than that, my spouse loves them. She's mm-hmm. the one that bought them for me, because I'd wear my shirts either tucked in and look like a goober head, mm-hmm. or I'd wear them to untucked and look sloppy. So this is a nice Perfect middle pass. Yeah. And uh, when after she bought me uh, one of them, I bought three more for myself. Uh, they're a go-to for any occasion from casual to dressy. And not only do they look good, they feel great. And Lady Diagnosis, if you're a woman wishing you can have one of these, well, Untuck It Now makes shirts for women, too. <laughs> mm. Shirts for her that are casual, versatile, and designed to last. Log on to UntuckIt.com. Check out all the new arrivals and use the promo code MEDICINE for 20% off your entire purchase. Um you can also visit one of Untucket's over 25 retail locations across the country. Stop hiding your shirt with your pants and your pants with your shirt. Untucket.com, your solution to perfecting casual attire. Use promo code MEDICINE for 20% savings off for the first time customers. That's Untucket.com, promo code MEDICINE. All right, very good. Cool. Thank you, Untucket.
2: Hey, Dr. Steve. Not really a question, but you asked uh, on Twitter if I should leave a message about CBD. Uh, I had been prescribed diazepam to help deal with anxiety. And uh, ultimately, I found CBD as an alternative. I'm no longer on any kind of addictive medication like that. Uh, I'm sorting myself out. Uh, now via a vape I know asshole vape <laughs> but uh, it works I can use my medicine when I need to calm down etc and ultimately I'm no longer in the hands of anyone else other than myself and that's the best way to be man thank you uh anyways for asking me on uh on the
3: quick okay hey cool man that's uh, of course anecdotal sure Um, evidence but that's good I'm glad he's uh, off everything else and look Mm -hmm. the um, FDA recently uh, took cannabidiol off of the schedule one of controlled substances which I wasn't aware it was on schedule one I wasn't either because it's been legal in so many states for so long right uh, but uh, they took it off the most restrictive class of controlled substances, and this is a move that allows the sale of the first non-synthetic cannabis derived medication to win federal approval, and that's Epidolex and it is um, uh, it, it, these um, drugs include finished dose formulations of CBD with THC below 0.1%, will be considered schedule 5 drugs. So the DEA has uh, five uh, schedules. Uh, schedule one are drugs that they uh, deem to have no medicinal value. That would be right now for the feds, marijuana, although states have rescheduled these. Uh, LSD, cocaine, that kind of stuff. Uh, actually, cocaine probably isn't in there. Uh, it would be um, uh, LSD, um uh, just uh, all the illegal drugs mushrooms, yeah magic mushrooms that yep. kind of stuff uh schedule two would be um your hydrocodone oxycodone hydro hydromorphone fentanyl, and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. schedule threes are um uh codeine containing medications, and I believe scisrup is in there as well, now, although scissor may be scheduled four, it depends on how it's formulated depends on how much codeine is in it mm-hmm. schedule fours are um Your um, uh, Valium and Xanax, benzodiazepines, carisoprodol is in there. And then Schedule 5s are things like um, Neurontin. It depends on the state on that one. Mm -hmm. Neurontin has been Schedule 5 in Tennessee. I'm not sure that it is uh, federally. So the things that are uh, considered to be of the least abuse potential are Schedule 5s. Now. The federal government recognizes the state's right to in or to decrease the number on anything. In other words, if you've got a drug that's not scheduled by the feds and the state wants to schedule it, and they can make it schedule four, three, two, or one, that's fine. The federal government does not recognize the right of the states to go in the other direction. In other words, to take a schedule one and make it into a non scheduled medication hmm. or a schedule five or any other number. And so that's why the feds have an issue with states that have made marijuana um, legal. Recreational. Yeah. Well, well or medi- Medical, I guess, yeah. Either yeah, one. Yeah. They particularly have a problem with states that have made it recreational, mm-hmm. but they have chosen not to enforce those rules. That could change any time. Mm-hmm. depends on who the attorney general is and depends on who the president is. If they decided, hey, we're going to enforce this, all of a sudden they're kicking in the doors to dispensaries and stuff. It's going to be a real problem. Yep. It is The cat is really kind of out of the bag to the point where that would be a huge political issue, mm-hmm. I think, if they decided to do that. But they could do it. Yep. So uh, we still got to push for um, that not federal <laughs> federal decriminalization and r- really legalization. Uh, you know, why would my hospice – give it to us for hospice patients. Just mm-hmm. start there and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Why would a hospice patient uh, uh, need to be um, uh, kept away from a modality that we know helps them, Right, which includes – marijuana, and not just Delta-9-THC. Yeah, we got the Marinol, mm-hmm. uh, not indicated for um, uh, wasting syndromes and yeah. appetite stimulation. It's really only indicated uh, for chemotherapy induced no. nausea and vomiting. No. No. And it's crazy expensive. So because it's only indicated for that, you can't get the insurance companies to pay for it. Right. And, uh, you know, if you write it off-label. Mm. Did you have something, or are you just you're just, oh, no. oh, you te- you're just texting over there. I thought you were doing research and you're just over there texting.
4: Texting um, your wife. Oh, texting <laughs> my wife.
3: <laughs> um, oh, we've got a call, but hey, uh, I bet he can't hear anything because I don't I never called into Skype. No. So let me do that real quick. Um He's just sitting there <laughs> sitting there Patience. twiddling his thumbs. Yep.
4: Well, he deserves a chance.
3: That's right. Let's just see here. Oh, boy. This is, uh, this is ver- riveting. This is
1: riveting. <laughs> I'm wow. waiting for
3: Skype to... Okay, here we go. They're
1: on the edge of their seats about to yeah. fall on mm-hmm. the floor asleep.
3: Mm-hmm. Asleep.
4: <laughs>
3: yes. Yeah, watch them hang up while I'm doing this.
1: I know. Oh, here we go, Hello? people.
4: Hold on.
1: You're about to hear your funky callers.
3: Why is the, where are the volumes?
4: He is now in the host room. He is now
3: in the (laughs) host (laughs) room.
1: That's hilarious.
3: I don't know why the volume is so low. Richard.
1: Oh God. Hey,
3: I may have to, um, I'm not sure what's going on. I may, let me pick you up. Let's close this episode down and then we'll call you back because there's something is way wrong with our connection. Um yeah, can you just hang on for a couple more minutes? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll close this show down and then we'll test between the break. We'll get the volume up and then we'll uh, and then we'll talk, okay? Okay,
4: so you're going
3: to call me. I can I can call you back. Yeah, I can do that if you want to just hang up. I need you on though so that we can if you can just stay on. Just let me put you back on hold and then uh, we'll okay, I got you. You're calling in about influenza, right? Okay. yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's uh, let's do that. Calls back. No, I, I need him. I, <laughs> Jesus. Okay. No, I need him to be on oh. the line so that I can uh, test the, the uh, volume. The volume. There's. I'm not sure what's going on. What's wrong? But we'll figure it out. All right. Hey, don't forget stuff.drsteve.com, stuff.drsteve.com for all your Amazon needs. Uh, really makes a big difference. Don't forget tweakedaudio.com, offer code FLUID for 33% off. The uh, best earbuds on the market for the price. Check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net. That's simplyherbals.net. You got anything new on there? Just a nasal spray selling I mean, like hotcakes. Yep. Yeah, is it selling like hot? Does it really? Yeah. I'm going to do it. something right now.
1: It's good stuff, man. It's good for you.
3: Oh, it's got boogers on the end of it. Yes.
4: Push, push, pass. No.
3: <laughs> I love it. Ah, I love it. Yeah, it's, it's bad a allergy start. season. It is the uh, best nasal spray on the market as well. Uh, don't forget blueapron.com slash medicine. You get your first three free – or free <laughs> – your first three f- – Meals free. Damn. Try saying that five times real fast.
4: Try saying it once.
3: I'm going <laughs> to thank you very much. <laughs> I, there you go. I leave,
1: give yeah. myself a
3: bill. <laughs> Your first three meals free. First three meals free at blueapron.com slash medicine. Untuckit.com use offer code medicine for 20% off uh, first time orders. And if you want to hear uh, archives of this show which why would you after today's show go to Premium.DoctorSteve.com. that's Premium buck ninety nine a month and uh, you get access to all of the previous shows. Go to uh, Google Play or to the App Store and download the Weird Medicine app. That's the best way to listen to it. Thanks always. Go to Dr. Scott and uh, Lady Diagnosis. We can't forget Rob Sprance, Bob Kelly, Greg Hughes, Anthony Cumia, Jim Norton, Travis Teft, Eric Nagel, Roland Campo, Sam Roberts, Pat Duffy, Dennis Falcone, Ron Bennington, and Fizz Watley, whose early support of this show has never gone unappreciated. Listen to our Sirius XM show on the Faction Talk channel. Sirius XM Channel 103, Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern on demand, and other times at Don Wickland's Pleasure. Well, it's not Don Wickland anymore, it's Jim McClure now. So other times at Jim McClure's pleasure. Many thanks to our listeners. It's voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy. Go to our website at drsteve.com for schedules and podcasts and other crap. Until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps, quit smoking, get off your asses and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine.